apply this test. Knowing what I now know, given where I am today and where I want to go, is this belief helping me? Yes or no? Hello, and welcome to The Joy Within, where we're eliminating negativity one thought at a time. I'm Kyle Greenfield, and I'll be your guide as we explore how to be calm, confident, and happy in our crazy modern world. Join us each week as we dive into some of the biggest ideas in spirituality and personal development. We'll learn what it takes to gain control of your own mind, master your mood, and navigate the many ups and downs along the way. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started, so you can become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. Hello, and welcome back to the Joy Within's podcast. Today, I want to talk about what it takes to let go of some of the old energy that you might be carrying with you. An old version of yourself, old beliefs, old identities, old knowledge that is no longer serving you so you can make the space that you need in order to grow into that next version of yourself. You can interpret that however you choose, whether that means a job, a relationship, maybe an emotional state you've been hanging on to, or maybe you're just ready to move into the next stage of your life, but you're still feeling tied to what has been. If that's you, now is the perfect time to reflect, and should you choose, to accelerate that shift by allowing that old energy to drop away. And I don't know what it's like where you are, but I'm actually staring at the perfect metaphor for this right now. I'm looking out the window and the crocuses and the daffodils have come out, and we're starting to get a ton of beautiful blossoms on the trees and the parks. And yet, it's blustery, it's gray, and it's stormy. So it's like I'm sitting at this tipping point of old and new. Spring wants to come out. But winter keeps hanging on, making its last final throws. And often, change in our lives happens in exactly the same way. We can feel eager and excited, ready to move into something new, ready to rush forward, and yet simultaneously be unable to let go of where we have been, of who we have been. We often keep hanging on to old identities that we've created, even if they don't make sense for us anymore. And when we do that, when we try to latch on to those old beliefs, it creates a sense of inner tension, of conflict, and the contrast can feel stormy. Maybe that tension feels like indecision, a constant back and forth, pushing and pulling yourself in a thousand different directions, thinking about what it is that you should do. Or maybe it feels like an apprehension, a hesitation, or even a procrastination of not taking the steps that you know deep down that you should take. Or maybe it just feels like fear, and maybe it's in a way that you can't quite put your finger on it. But any of these can be signs that you're trapped by an old identity, old beliefs, and it's time to move on. So how do you do that? Well, I think the first step is to become crystal clear about the meaning that you are placing onto the situation. A lot of what we teach at The Joy Within revolves around this ability to pick out the stories that you are telling yourself because it's absolutely fundamental. If you can start paying more attention to the stories that are going on inside of your own head, then you can identify the ways in which those stories are holding you back. And it becomes easier to escape from those stories. So just start listening. 
Notice when at first you're excited about something, but then you feel down about it. And ask, what changed? What thoughts cropped up that moved you from really excited to kinda down? And what meaning, what weight did you give to those thoughts? Often, these stories can sound like justifications. It's when you tell yourself that you're just being realistic, that the more exciting thought wasn't actually practical, or that now you have to consider this fact or that hurdle. And when the story is about an identity that you hold of yourself, those objections can be really strong. They can be things like, that's not who I am, I don't know how, or I've never done that before. They can take a thousand different forms. So when you listen, write them down. Notice the patterns that emerge. Notice the variations of them. And when you have an idea of what old energy you're still holding on to, then you're ready to move on to the next step. Inner growth doesn't have to be difficult. You just need a plan. You need clear actions that you can take so that whatever life throws at you, you have the ability to respond from the highest version of yourself. When you join Happiness University, you'll get that plan. With clear insights, simple actions, and expert guidance to support you every step along the way. It's free to get started, so head over to thejoywithin.org, log in to Happiness University, and become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. Once you've identified the old beliefs that are keeping you trapped in that older version of yourself, there are a lot of different tools that you can use to release them. One strategy that I really like to use is an inner, spiritual version of zero-based thinking. Zero-based thinking is an approach that you'd see more commonly in a business or maybe a financial setting, but I think it also works really, really well for dropping old beliefs. Basically, zero-based thinking is when, instead of rolling over assumptions from the past, you start from scratch and build a new model. So if you're making a budget, for example, instead of saying, well, last year we spent this much, you start fresh, you go line by line, and you ask, what does it actually cost to do this? What expenses do we actually need? And you don't add any expense unless you know that you need it now. Brian Tracy calls this a quink analysis, K-W-I-N-K, knowing what I now know, which helps to root out sunk costs. So instead of thinking, I've already invested so much in this, I need to invest more in order to see it through, you can ask, knowing what I now know, should I make that investment? Would I still make the same decision today? Again, think about this from a financial setting first. I think that makes it easier. So imagine that you buy a stock, and then the stock price drops. Do you keep your investment? The tendency for a lot of people is to think, well, I'm already invested, so I should hold on to the stock until I can recoup my money. And in the back of their mind, maybe unconsciously, there's this idea that it's not a real loss yet. It's only a loss on paper, but if you own up to it, if you sell it, then it becomes a real loss. And what they don't realize is that choosing to hold on to the stock they'd already bought is actually a new choice to reinvest in that same stock. Zero-based thinking makes this really clear. 
because you can ask, knowing what I now know about this stock, is it a good investment? Imagine that I hadn't already bought in. Would I buy it today? Well, maybe, maybe not. The point is, asking the question in this way helps you to detach from the emotional investment that you've already made and to evaluate your choice from a fresh perspective. We can apply the same process to any belief or identity that we hold in regards to any area of our lives. And I think it's really helpful for any past ideas that used to be helpful or true for us, but no longer are. Because our old beliefs are just like those stocks. Just because we bought into a belief that tanks doesn't mean that we have to keep that belief. We don't have to hold out, waiting for it to pay out. We can drop it and move on to something that better serves us now. I'll give you a silly example of this. I used to have a belief that I'm not good at building or fixing things with my hands. As in, I'd struggle to put together IKEA furniture level of bad. And back when I was in high school and college, that belief actually helped me. I'd call my dad or enlist a friend to help whenever I had to build something, and the task would get done more quickly and more easily and competently than I ever could have done it myself. But years later, when my wife and I bought our first house, all of a sudden, this old belief became a huge problem. I needed to become someone who knew how to hang a picture on a plaster wall, and who could fix simple things around the house. So I had to drop the old belief, and invest instead in an identity that better served the person I needed to become. I decided on, I'm not the best builder, but I can learn almost anything on YouTube. And for now at least, that belief still serves me. Notice how there was no real reason I'd kept that old belief for so long. I'd probably tried to build something once when I was little and failed, and I just decided that that's who I was. So it was who I became. And I held on to that belief simply because I'd always had it. I kept carrying it over, even as the stock price on the belief continued to drop, even as it became more and more of an inconvenience and more and more embarrassing that I couldn't do simple little tasks. If I had known how to use zero-based thinking back then, if I'd stopped to think about what my belief was actually costing me, what it actually meant and how it was holding me back, I could have released it more than a decade before I did. So take the stories and beliefs that you identified in step one, and one at a time, apply this test. Knowing what I now know, given where I am today and where I want to go, is this belief helping me? Yes or no? It doesn't matter if it served you in the past. The question is, do you want it to be true for you right now? Will it help you become that new spring version of yourself that's trying to emerge? Or is it that last winter storm that no one wants but keeps hanging on? And the key is to take this on point blank. If you had to decide, yes or no, right now, to keep that belief, would you? Because it is absolutely your choice, and you are already making that choice. You are already choosing your own identity and your self-image. You are already acting from that state of being. Calling those old stories out, shining a light on them, 
helps you realize that even if that was the meaning that you placed on yourself in the past, it doesn't have to be the meaning you choose now. And often, just shining that light is enough to help the old energy wash away so you can become more consistently the person you choose to be today. Thanks for listening to today's episode. When you're ready to put these ideas to work in your own life, head over to thejoywithin.org and sign up for Happiness University. When you do, you'll have access to all of the tools and strategies you need to eliminate negative thoughts by tuning in to The Joy Within. You can follow a simple step-by-step system to become the calm, confident, and happy person you deserve to be. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started today. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with someone you love, because I think we can all use a little more joy in our crazy modern world.